There are legends round here, even if only in their own minds. Forgotten, but not dead. Some have tried to stop them, but they keep coming back, coming to entertain you. They are the Crystal Lake Soldiers. To the Crystal Lake Soldiers podcast. My name is Isaiah. I'm joined tonight by Ted. We are back after a little bit of a week hiatus, just kind of regrouping and stuff, uh, enjoying the Halloween season. How are you doing tonight, Ted? I am doing great. Just chilling, watching some Halloween movies. Been doing that the past few days. Um, just finished H2O and Resurrection tonight. Uh, whoa, chills. Just, just thinking of resurrection. Woo-hoo. So uh, <laughs> every time I think of Busta Rhymes, karate chopping, there it goes again. Sh- Trick or treat, shiver. motherfucker! <laughs> I will say he's my favorite part of the movie, actually. Yeah, <laughs> he, he has the best lines. There. His comic relief in the movie uh, makes it for me, but otherwise, yeah, the movie's pretty terrible. I mean, oh yeah, honestly, it's the worst in the franchise, in my opinion it's a very close to last uh i don't know i, I kind of flip and flop with a couple of, of them but yeah that one's very low on my list that's for sure but yeah buster rhymes he's a good comic relief that's really about one of the only good things well that and the music i i, I do like the music in the movie i thought yeah, the music's not bad yeah because i thought danny lux did a great job with the music trying to make it feel more like carpenter's original theme instead of mm-hmm. I love H2O and I love what they, they tried something different with the music, even though they used a bunch of screams music in there. But like with the main yeah. theme, I love the whole orchestra with it. I thought that was good and I thought it fit that movie pretty good. But it was nice to get back to kind of the basics with the music with this movie. And I, I yeah, I, I did like that a lot. But yeah, with me, I ended up uh, playing a little bit of catch up with movies because I've been kind of slacking a, a little bit. Uh, last night was uh, Joe Bob's Halloween Hootenanny. Uh, they ended up showing Halloween 1, 4, and 5. No Halloween 3, even though that's what everybody wanted to see, but it is Shudder and what they're able to license out and all that, so it's it's understandable that maybe mm-hmm. they, they couldn't get that one. But anyways, it, it, was, it was a lot of fun. I, I made it about a quarter of the way or a third of the way through Halloween 5 because I've already watched that once. This month, I didn't really feel like watching it again. Plus, it was going super late because they started at 8 central time. And I stopped about 2.15 to 2.30 central time. So, you know, <laughs> six plus hours. And I was just kind of like, because I was live uh, live tweeting, you know, during the whole uh, event and stuff, which was a lot of fun. I've never done that before. I've, I haven't really done much for tweeting either. So um, if you're listening to this and you were seeing some of my tweets I'm glad you guys are gentle with me because that was really like the first time I've ever really tweeted <laughs> anything. So it was a it was an experience to say the least. 
But I would have been a noob. I'd be like, "What's up, guys? <laughs> What's going on in this Twitter? What's going uh, on in the Twitter now?" It was a lot of fun. It was it was great. Shutter actually liked one of my tweets. I felt so accomplished that Shutter liked one of my tweets. Um, my, but my Friday evening was so simpler. I just yeah. watched both versions. I watched both versions of uh, the Curse of Michael Myers, and then. Okay. Pretty much went to bed. <laughs> it was my <laughs> Friday night. <laughs> yeah, I still haven't watched Curse of Michael Myers yet. Um, I did watch the producer's cut a couple months ago, so I'll probably end up just watching the theatrical cut. Um, I love the end of that theatrical version. Yeah. I, I do, too. It's so I, crazy. <laughs> oh, I agree. Surgery massacre. The, the surgeon, what do you call it? The operating room massacre. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I... I see why people don't care for the theatrical version that much, but at the same time, it's not really as bad as a lot of people make it out to be, honestly. It's it's not, and the producer's cut isn't some like undiscovered masterpiece that finally came out either. I mean, they're both... No. Both versions have so many problems, and that's because yeah. of what went on behind the, you know, the production. So, I mean, it's it's not... What do you call? It's not like the holy grail of horror films when right. the producers cut. It was great that it finally got an HD master and came out. I mean, because I I like it, but yeah, let's let's be let's be realistic here. <laughs> it's not it's not super great. No, there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, uh I guess you could say I don't want to say plot holes, but like oh well, ca- ca- character character indecision stuff like that you know just like, yeah <laughs> yeah i think that's a nice way to put it yeah it's each, Some things just don't make sense yeah, right each version has its its pros and its cons just like anything and yeah. it's not a great movie either i mean let's just be honest here it's not like the producer's mm-hmm. cut is the best thing out there i mean no. it's it's still shooting low for the halloween franchise but it's it's not as low as some of them, and we can discuss that no. all, uh, towards the end of this. But yeah, um, yeah. So it, that's still one I need to end up watching. And uh, what else have I watched? I um watched some more Creep Show. I've been keeping up on that. Is that still a pretty good show? I haven't. It's, I don't have Shutter right now, so I don't know how it is. So, I, Sean, I know Sean likes it, but I, I I I like it too. It's different with each episode and with each segment. Some things are really weird. Some things are creepy. Some of them are really cheap looking. Some of them are really like polished and look great. I like mm-hmm. that it's kind of all over the place like that because it kind of gives you a different flavor and feel for each thing. So it's not the same thing over and over and over again. Does so, it remind you of like Freddy's Nightmares? Because that was kind of, <clears throat> that was kind of the same thing with Freddy's Nightmares. It, it's some episodes are really great. Other episodes are so like low. You're just like, what the heck? And right. then I just watch. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 I could see where it's like that. Cause it like, if you think like tales from the crypt, a lot of the episodes kind of seem like they're kind of the same formula mm-hmm. and kind of the same feel and everything. And it's not that way with this, which is great. I, I don't know. It's, it's hard to really kind of describe it without you actually seeing it. So yeah, if if anybody out there is listening to this, if you haven't checked out Shutter's Creep Show yet, I I do highly suggest it. Um, just because there's a lot there that 
it's it's just so all over the place. It's it's really kind of hard to, to talk about <laughs> just because it's so different. But I, I know we talked a couple weeks ago about one of the episodes where it's basically a girl has this dollhouse and these figures are almost like they're alive and stuff. And it's, it's a really creepy episode. That one's really good. It's, 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 there's a whole different flavor for everybody basically is what it comes down to. Mm -hmm. There's, there's going to be something for everybody in that show, I believe. So it's definitely worth checking out if, if you got shutter or if you get like one of these, uh, you know, trial periods, like when they do the Joe Bob, you know, specials, cause they tend to, do like the free preview for like a week or two weeks or whatever the case may be. So if yeah. you get a chance, check it out um, while you're checking out Shutter because Shutter's got a lot it it has to offer. So it's it's got a lot of good stuff on there, and that's just definitely one of them. But beyond that, uh, I did watch uh, Dawn of the Dead, and uh, me and the wife ended up watching uh, the Lon Chaney Hunchback of Notre Dame too. Oh, nice. So, and honestly, uh, it's silent movies I got to really <clears throat> kind of be in the mood for. Mm-hmm. But I love that one. I, I It's for, good. For being a 96-year-old movie, I really love that movie a lot. And it's it's not like short like a lot of these, you know, silent films can be. It's yeah. an hour and 40 minutes. So, it's it's really interesting, you know, being able to watch that and, you know, hearing about kind of the backstory of how they made the movie and stuff. Cause Holy crap. I mean, some of the stuff that these people went through to make this movie, it's, it's, it's a masterpiece in my, my opinion, that's for sure. Even for being almost a hundred years old. So that was another good one, but yeah, it's, it's been a lot of uh, Netflix movies and stuff that's been on TV or, it's been kind of a, actually it's been kind of a little bit of everything for me watching stuff so yeah i think i i'm almost back on track for completing 31 movies uh this month nice. i think i just need to catch up on one movie and then i'll be kind of back on track but i don't know i i still got a a couple of the halloween movies to watch cuz i still want to fit in like 2018 in there and watch that again. And I got a couple other, a couple other ones. Yeah. Watch. And I I was, I keep contemplating, should I watch Rob Zombie's Halloween movies or just skip to the 2018? Cause those are, those are the last three Halloween movies in the franchise I'd need to watch. But like last year I skipped Rob Zombie's movies and I'm contemplating doing the same thing again. Not because I hate them or anything like that. I just, they really don't feel like Halloween, you know, you know what I mean? Like, right. I don't know. They just don't, they don't have that, that seasonal feeling. They they feel like Rob Zombie movies. <laughs> I don't know yeah. how else to explain it. So I mean, I, I took it out of my box set, and I'm just I'm it's sitting right on my shelf, and I'm still just contemplating: should I watch that tomorrow, or should I just watch the 2018 tomorrow, and or watch 2018 tomorrow, and then you know watch the Rob Zombie movies as its own separate thing? Since I mean, that's what they are anyway. But. That that might not be a bad way to do it either. Yeah, yeah, I've been going back and forth. I think that's what I'll probably do if I decide to watch them. Right. I'm definitely watching the 2018. That's one of my favorites. Oh yeah, definitely. That's 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 an easy one <laughs> to be able to watch. I'm that and I mean, you smoke weed. 
(laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I mean, I I still got to fit in uh, some of Rob's other movies. You know, I I still got to rewatch House of a Thousand Corpses, Devil's Rejects, and then that's one of the first. That was one of the first movies I watched this month was The House of a Thousand Corpses. (laughs) Yeah. That one I'll probably watch closer to Halloween. Yeah, because it takes place on Halloween. But I don't know. Who's your daddy? Because I I shared that picture with you guys that I'm dressing up as Captain Spaulding. Yeah, that is awesome looking too. How perfect would it be for me to just dress up as Captain Spaulding... Hand out candy if we end up doing that, and then watching House of a Thousand Corpses all at the same time. <laughs> That'd be great. Do it. I'm probably gonna do what I did last year: is watch the extended version of John Carpenter's Halloween, and okay, maybe Halloween, maybe Halloween two again. If anybody's on on the chat, I'll probably be you know talking with you guys if y'all are on. I, I don't I, I don't even get trick or treaters anymore, so I don't even bother with. That stuff. I don't think we will, but uh, you never know. I mean, it's 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 weird around here. If if I do get any, it's usually teenagers that are too old to be trick or treating, and I'm just, I wouldn't answer the door right. anyway. <laughs> so I'm just like, no, lights off, go away. Understandable. Understandable. <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, you kids should be having fun, not taking candy from little kids. Right, exactly. Go buy your go buy your own candy. Go to the store. Right, dollar stores down and over the, over down the street. Go get it. <laughs> yeah, go buy your own shit. You're old <laughs> enough and probably have your own money. Yeah. Damn kids, I sound old. <laughs> I feel old. Get off my lawn. Get off my damn lawn. <laughs> I'm not that old. Not yet, at least. <laughs> not yet, at least. <laughs> But we got kind of a more relaxed show for you guys today. We're going to talk about a couple of things, but we're we're just going to kind of see where things take us tonight. Uh, we we do got kind of a little bit of an outline, but we just want to talk, especially Halloween stuff and kind of the stuff that's been kind of interesting happening in the last week or two. So sit back, buckle up, and uh, get ready for a ride here. Hold on to your butts. Hold on to your butts. <laughs> Classic Sam Jackson. <laughs> Anyways, so starting off here, we are going to start off with just a little bit of news. Uh, so Halloween Kills has been in production now for a little while. Uh, now, kind of the big story that's been kind of going around with the production going as it's been going on, because Jamie Lee Curtis on October 8th had her first day back. Uh, on set and uh, the thing that everybody's been kind of talking about is the fact that she's actually done filming now her last day on set at least for where they currently are was on October 18th so she was on Mm. set for a total of 10 days and that for whatever reason had a lot of people worried that maybe she's being killed off or has a much smaller role in this uh, movie versus you know the other ones but honestly, I mean, it's a horror movie. Movies in general. They're filmed very fast. Yeah. I mean, if if you're looking at the kind of day that these productions usually have, you're talking easily 12 to 16 hour days, number one. Yeah. So, and honestly, even with um, Halloween 2018, 
uh, Jamie ended up filming all of her scenes in like 16 days. So it's not out of the realm of possibility that she got mm-hmm. everything already filmed out in that 10 day span, especially if they were more uh, on task and stuff and things just kind of went together a lot nicer. You know, uh, there it's very reasonable for it to, you know, go that quickly. So I'm, I'm not too worried about it. I don't think she's going to be killed off, especially when we've got a whole other movie coming afterwards. I mean, she may, they may surprise us and it may end up happening that way, but I'm not like getting all worried and getting my panties in a bunch about it. I'll wait until a movie comes out. We'll see. Yeah, exactly. And it could be, it could be done in such a cool way that unlike (sighs) resurrection, I'll see you in hell. Yeah. Gives kisses him on on the lips on the mask and Lori was so stupid in that movie. I'm just I was re- just yeah. rewatching it today. I'm just like, oh my goodness. But yeah, I mean, you know, people need to remember too. Uh, Donald Pleasance, he only filmed the original Halloween. He was only there for five days. Got all his yep. stuff done first, and he's you know he's one of the main characters. <laughs> he's he's yeah. the hero. I mean, geez, I mean he. I mean, I think that if I remember correctly, the original Halloween, they only had like, what, 20 days to film anyway? 20 to, to 23, I think. It was something, yeah, so, short something like around that. there. Yeah. So he was only there for five days. And that's generally, I think, how it was on most of the ones with him is they got all his stuff done first. And, right. Because I remember when, uh, was, was it Halloween 4 when he gave Daniel Harris his trailer after he finished filming? He's like, here, just give it to her. And I she think said it was, so. Yeah, I remember her saying it was like this huge double wide trailer, but I mean, you know, so I mean, I remember that one time they talked about how he had that hat on all night and they didn't catch it and they had to go back and refilm everything. That's funny. (laughs) I remember that. I was like, oh man, because they have pictures of it. He's wearing this little hat to keep warm because it was getting cold and forgot to take it off and nobody noticed it either. And they started filming her like this whole time. Loomis isn't wearing anything, and now we have all these scenes where Loomis is all of a sudden wearing a hat. <laughs> right. <laughs> I had to go back and redo everything. I was like, man, that sucks. That's funny. But, but yeah, that these movies, suck, they film. Funny. Yeah, like these horror films, man, they they, they, they film really fast. and so Yeah, that's, that's the thing I'm that people got to remember. These aren't like Marvel epic movies that take six months to film. No, I mean, these these are not like all green screen needing to, you know, set everything up right or huge set pieces, you know, things like that. Yeah, literally they're they're in a small town in North or South Carolina, wherever it is. They're filming on location. I mean, really, the major things they got to set up is lights and like the camera equipment and all that. So, I mean, it's not it's not going to be nearly as long of a schedule as people seem to think that it is. Cause yeah. honestly, 12 hours of work to 16 hours of work a day. I mean, for 10 days, you know, that's, that's a lot, that's a lot of filming. And yeah, it's that's a lot the, of setups that you can get done. Yep. Especially if they, if they got it blocked off filming different things that all kind of go together so that they don't have to switch things around nearly as much. So if they're mm-hmm. doing it right, you can get a lot done in that 10 days. So I, I really think people just got to kind of just take a breath and just know <laughs> that it, it's going to be done. It's, it's going to be great. I think and, people are just worried about a resurrection type thing again. 
Right. I mean, in in Resurrection, I knew something was going to happen because she was only on set for like four days for that movie. Right. And so right right there when I read that on the internet, and I was like, oh, so they're going to kill her off probably. And of course they do, and it was the dumbest way they could kill her off yeah. ever because Lori became an idiot, and I'm just like, what? I'm like... <laughs> Well, we can get into that later, of course, but yeah. So, right. as long as the as long as the movie's good, whether she dies or lives, that's all. That's what I'm hoping for. I just want it to be a good movie like the last one, and we can move from there. Exactly. So the other thing with Halloween Kills that they were talking about uh, quite a bit lately is there was this picture going around of this guy that looks exactly like Donald Pleasance, and he was. He was in a barber shop, uh, and for whatever reason, everybody thought just because he looked like Donald Pleasance that maybe he was going to be a stand-in for Donald Pleasance for to bring yeah. Doctor Loomis back in this movie. And uh, Ryan, uh, what's his name, Tyrek or, or whatever, one of the producers. Yeah, I, I forget what his know last name is. I know who you're talking about though. But one of the producers uh, got you know wind of this and whatnot and and shot it down saying that this is not somebody that's working on this movie and and all that so and and honestly as great as it would be to see dr loomis back in like a flashback scene i don't know if they should do it you know that that, that was kind of one of my problems with 2018 is when when they meet Dr. Sartain and Lori says, oh, you're the new Dr. Loomis. I hated that line. I was like, gosh, that that's too meta for me for a Halloween movie. Right. It's just like, you're the new Dr. Loomis. I'm like, can you just not say that? I mean, he already mentioned that he was like, what, Loomis's protege. Yep. So I'm just like, leave it at that. You don't have to have that line. You're the new Dr. Loomis. Like, uh, that's just a pet peeve of mine. <clears throat> <laughs> right. But yeah, so it doesn't sound like they're going to get any sort of Loomis in any flashbacks or anything, which I'm fine with. I mean, if they could do it right and make it be convincing, I'm all for it. But Mm -hmm. at the same time, it's not really needed. They've got enough returning characters from the first one now with Halloween Kills that they really don't need to go to that well and and try to make that work, even though if they can do it and if it's going to be a surprise and it's if it's going to be good, that's great. But at the same time, they don't need to. But that's just that's just my personal take on that. Uh, I'm, I'm fine either way. I just hope that they don't and try to make it be something that it's not going to end up being, you know, just just try. Yeah, like I don't want them just trying to play off of nostalgia which i don't think that's what right. they're gonna do but no that to me to me that's a you know just another form of pandering and i hate being pandered to <clears throat> like that so i don't think that's what they're going for i mean i know you know we have the speculation of flashback scenes and you know we got lonnie back and stuff like yep. that but but bringing like lonnie back nobody's like nostalgic for lonnie that it's a story choice because you know lonnie lives in haddonfield field in uh Yep. Isn't that the 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 oh gosh, what's his name from twenty eighteen? The jerky boyfriend. Isn't he the son of Lonnie? I think. Yes. Right? Yes. Yeah. Yep. So um yeah, so it's all, you know, makes logical sense. It's right. not just like, hey, everybody loves that Lonnie kid. What, you mean that kid that we saw for two minutes in the original and never thought about again? <laughs> <Such> right. <laughs> 
Uh, got the shit scared out of him by Dr. Loomis. That was the best thing ever. <laughs> yes, it was. That was great. <laughs> got his teasing Tommy Doyle like that, you motherfucker. You got yours. I love the look on Loomis's face afterward. He's so proud. He was of just so proud and so accomplished. What the heck? It was great. I, I scared little kids. This is the greatest night ever. <laughs> Forget about uh, Michael Myers. That shit eating that shit eating grin that he had was just great. Oh, <laughs> uh, it was it was classic. It was one of my favorite scenes out of that whole movie was when he did that like when the sheriff scares him afterwards yeah exactly it was perfect that was like when i was a kid that was one of the the scenes i would always rewind my vhs and just keep watching over and over again (laughs) just because i love that scene it was great (laughs) but but yeah that's kind of uh the news that we got for halloween or kind of news and, and rumors at the same time and uh as always we will keep you updated on the latest things going on with Halloween kills. So moving on into a little bit of other news here. We had the Joe Bob special last night for Halloween, the Halloween hoot nanny shutter did also announce recently that Joe Bob is coming back in time for Christmas. And this is going to be Joe Bob's red Christmas. That's going to be on December 13th. So that's going to be that Friday night, the same night that, uh, Black Christmas remake is coming out and one of the other horror movies for Christmas. So that's going to be an easy choice for me because I'm going to end up watching Joe Bob and not going to see Black Christmas that <laughs> night. So, And it'll be interesting to see what they end up doing from there. I'm, I'm really hoping, 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 hoping maybe they do Black Christmas this year because I know the biggest thing that they're that a lot of fans and even Darcy was kind of pushing for us to not do something like what they did last year where it was all phantasm. So <laughs> have it actually be, you know, Christmas holiday movies, you know, you get plenty of them, right? I mean, you have your silent night, deadly night franchise, pick whatever yep. you have Christmas evil. You have don't open till Christmas. You've got elves. You've got black Christmas, both versions. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Soon to be three versions, but uh, right, yeah, you, you got a bunch of stuff that you can you can throw in there. Santa, the Santa sleigh with Goldberg. That I was just great. thinking that that would be great. <laughs> I think that would be perfect, you know, for a Joe Bob episode. Throw that in yeah. there; they can get the rights to that. Um, what about Jack Frost? Yeah, Jack Frost. Either Jack Frost one or two. <laughs> that would be great. Yeah, so, there's a yeah. lot. There really is a lot. And, uh, yeah, I, I really hope that they get some good options and they haven't talked about like how many movies they're going to end up doing or anything like that. Cause obviously it's still a couple months off. So it's, well, not even a couple months. It's like a month and a half. Cause this month is almost over. I can't believe how quickly yeah. October has gone by. I know. I can't believe it's already Halloween this week. It's, it's so wild, but yeah. So Joe Bob's Red Christmas coming to Shutter on December 13th. It's going to be, I think it's going to be a lot of fun, especially if they end up doing actual Christmas movies this year. So maybe we'll get to see Chris Jericho on, on that one, you know, <laughs> as, because we were talking earlier <laughs> um, before we started recording that, uh, cause on Halloween Hootenanny, Chris Jericho actually sent in a message about his theory of why Michael Myers is is the way that he is, and they were talking about that and how he wants to come onto the show and 
be able to play the guitar and sing I'm a happy camper and Darcy was all about that <laughs> and honestly seeing Chris Jericho on Last Drive-In would be amazing because yes, if you've if you've listened to his podcast when him and Joe Bob did their episode oh my god it was it was great and Jericho really knows his stuff you know he's not just a freaking professional wrestler you know he's he's the music that he's into and with his band and whatnot and he's a fucking horror movie buff i mean more so than a lot of other people out there so <laughs> he he really knows his stuff and him and joe bob talking is is classic so <clears throat> even if it doesn't happen during the the uh the christmas special it'll be great to see him on there at some point i'm, I'm sure because i'm sure they're going to try to get him on there and that would be amazing but so that's something to look forward to for the holiday season is is that special i'm i'm super excited for that um now uh ted uh what do we got going on blu-ray wise cuz i know there's been a lot of stuff a lot of sales coming up and and whatnot so what 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 do what do we got this week all right well <clears throat> It was announced by Blue Underground that they are doing a new 4K scan of Lucio Fulci's House by the Cemetery. It's going to get released in January. Uh, actually, uh, the date is January 21st of 2020. It's going to be a three-disc limited edition like they've been doing with like uh, uh, Maniac, Zombie, and New York Ripper where it's going to be a two-disc edition. Well, it's going to be a three-disc edition where the third disc is the soundtrack. So that's coming okay. out, and that's 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 good stuff. Um, you have the Amityville box set. The stuff, is uh, it's finally been shipping out to people. I got mine in today. Good stuff. Uh, Vinegar Syndrome has announced that for Tammy and the T-Rex, they are going to release a 4K disc um, in addition to uh, Blu-ray and uh, DVD. And if you pre-ordered it from them already then you will be receiving an email. Um, I got mine today, um, giving you the choice to upgrade to the the UHD slash Blu-ray disc combo for a 10 extra nice. dollars. Yep. So there's going to have, they're going to have two versions. They're going to have a, a UHD Blu-ray combo, or you can just get the Blu-ray DVD combo. Um, <clears throat> we have, uh, don't forget, uh, we've got... Robocop coming up next month from Arrow Video. I believe the date is it was uh, November twenty sixth. Um, oh. Unless unless it gets pushed back because it's Arrow, so you know, right? But yep, it, the Robocop is getting the good treatment for that. We've got Silver Bullet coming out in December, of course, and they've got a lot of new features for it. They've got the Fly Box set coming out in December, also. Um, contains every single movie of the franchise, including the David Cronenberg remake and the sequel to that. Um, they have Big Trouble in Little China also coming out in December. A couple of new yes. features, two disc edition. Yep, full on, fully loaded. <laughs> so, I uh, oh, I, I know I can't either. It's it, December's packed with just those three releases right there. Um, the Godzilla box set. The official street date is this Tuesday, and it's already shipped to some people. Some people have already gotten it. It looks great. 
mine is on its way. I got my shipping notification. I can't wait. Um, awesome. So, yep. So that's coming out. It's an eight disc set containing uh, the entire Showa series, uh, the original Godzilla, all the way to 1975's Terror of Mechagodzilla. So all 15 films in the first uh, Godzilla continuity, if you if you will call it that. And so, yeah, just a lot of good stuff like that coming out. Um, wallets will be begging for mercy, and uh, mine, yeah. mine will. <laughs> also, I uh, forgot, um, if you're like me and you're anal retentive about how you want to keep franchises together, <clears throat> you know, the UK, for like for any MCU fan, the UK has a release. You can, you can buy these from uh, a Zavi or uszavi.com and they've released on blu-ray these box sets with um, each phase of the marvel cinematic universe and the movies are in order they're in trays they're not in uh, sleeves and um their phase three part two set is coming out in mid-november for it's like 75 bucks so it's cheaper to buy this box set and they're region free they're not region locked so they'll play on your PlayStation or whatever you got. And it's cheaper to buy the box set than buy the releases here individually. Cause you know, freaking Disney likes to charge an arm and a leg for everything. So it's like, like 25 bucks a movie. Well, you know, this box set, you know, you're getting the last six movies of phase three for 75 bucks plus shipping. So that's coming out. November 12th, I believe is, Yes, November 12th is the release date for that. So, you know, I've got the phase one, two, and three part one set. So this will be my, you know, this will be a good, you know, conclusion for that, you know, because we love Endgame. That was a great movie. Oh, my so, God. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that's that's coming out, too. So I said a lot of good stuff is just popping out here. Yeah, and a lot of these places are starting to do sales and stuff, too, because I know and. I know that me and you are aware of this, but for those yeah. of you that may not know, is currently uh, Full Moon has started their Halloween sale, mm-hmm. which goes through November 11th or something like that. Something like it, that, yeah. It's something like mid-November, and like a lot of their Blu-rays and stuff, are, are all their Blu-rays are uh, $11 right now, whereas the pup- they're normally 20 Yeah, that Puppet and- Master box set that they have is back on sale, and it's like yep, only uh, it's one hundred eighty bucks. Yeah, compared to the two fifty, it was. Yep. So they got a lot of stuff. They've even got like a mystery bag thing. I ended up getting the mystery bag because I wanted to see what that comes, and that's normally forty dollars, or you get forty dollars worth of stuff rather uh, for twenty bucks. And I think it um, said you get more than forty. It said like more than I I thought. What the ad said. It it might be. Yeah. But yeah, basically twenty dollars you get a bunch of shit and uh it'll it'll be interesting. I, I got that because I wanted to see what it came with. Because I I don't really have a whole lot of stuff from Full Moon anyways. Um yeah. so and uh I wanted to get that, so I'm I'm excited to see what that comes with and I have a, I have, so since it's since it's full moon, I have a strong feeling you're gonna get some Blu rays, some DVDs, and one of those DVDs is probably gonna be one of their skin flicks, I guarantee it. <laughs> Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised, and that'll probably end up in the trash, but... <laughs> Your wife's right. like, what did you get? <laughs> or maybe I'll resell it. <laughs> Gain a profit. 
but so it, it'll be interesting to see even if i get some like uh memorabilia or something too because that was one of the things is that they said there'll yeah. probably be some memorabilia in there and stuff too which I, I i like i like little trinkets and stuff so they have some cool merch i mean it full yeah. moon does, does some good stuff so even give me a blade plushie if nothing else, just give me a blade plushie in there. I have a blade plushie and it's awesome. <laughs> I never picked up the torch one though, but the yeah. blade plushie is fantastic. Because that then that plushie could go with my uh, Freddy, my Jason, Chucky, Leatherface. I've got like all those plushies from <laughs> when I used to do like Loot Crate and all those other like horror movie crates that they had for a while. Yeah. So it would be just a nice addition to the collection. So hopefully I either get that or even Torch. I mean, I, I would take either or for plushies. And then things with those plushies, though, my dog thinks that it's a toy for him whenever they, whenever he sees it. So he's, <laughs> he's always like super excited because he thinks it's for him. But then when I don't give it to him, he gets all sad. And then I feel bad and feel like <laughs> I have to give him something then. It's a little <laughs> shithead. <laughs> But yeah, so Full Moon's definitely got that sale going on. It's going on for a few weeks, so there's plenty of time to be able to check some stuff out here before that goes away. And you can get that uh, more information from that from fullmoondirect.com, I believe is their website, if, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So go check it out. You know, Vinegar Syndrome, they'll, they're going to have their Black Friday sale on November 28th. And... Uh, Roninflix.com, I think they, they usually have a Black Friday sale, but it's mm. it's different because it's just like select titles, and it's right. usually and it's usually like you know buy three of these titles and then each movie's like this much off, which is good if you like. There's a lot of stuff you need from them. Like yeah. last year, last year there was like four or five movies or something that I really needed from them, and so I bought them, and it was like really cheap because <laughs> of that. So okay. that was good. So that was good. So like, like there's because they just released um, Lucio Fulci's uh, Conquest, which is like his Conan Barbarian type movie, and uh, Fred Olin Ray's um, horror sci-fi movie Deep Space, which stars Charles Napier. Those just dropped this past week on Blu-ray. So I'm hoping to maybe I can get them for cheap if if possible. Yeah. If, but I also want to pick up like Unmasked Part Twenty Five and like Berserker yes, from Vinegar yes. Syndrome. So I'm gonna wait and see. Those are two I, I I do want to end up getting, especially if if they end up doing that Black Friday sale. Those yeah, are two I'm picking them up. For. If yeah, I'm picking them up if if they're on sale because I'm just like you can't beat any cheap price any any price cut you can't beat. <laughs> no, definitely so. not. Lots of good stuff and yeah, like you said, wallets are gonna be hurting because yeah. uh, holidays are coming up and. That's when they get you. That's yep. when they stick it right up the rear. Pretty much. But <laughs> it's it's all good because you get good stuff out of it. Or usually you get good stuff out of it if you do it wisely enough. Yeah. So that's kind of what's going on. Blu-ray and kind of sale news. Now... Before we get into talking about the Halloween movies, uh, which is what we're going to be discussing tonight, uh, there's a couple of fan films that have been coming out because we've been talking a lot about fan films lately. And there's two in particular that have come out actually recently that have been actually fairly well done. 
Um, so a group did a Halloween fan film, and I'm sure maybe a lot of you listening have probably already seen it. It's called Halloween Inferno. Now, this is amazing. For being a fan film, they did a really, really good job with this, especially with not really having much of a a budget from what Mm -hmm. I was understanding with this. It's a seven minute fan film, so it really doesn't take a whole lot of time out of your day uh, to be able to watch this. And basically it starts right off from where Halloween 2018 left off with the house burning and everything. And holy crap, they did a great job with making Michael Myers look like he just got out of a fire. Yeah. This was a good fan film. I loved it. I mean, they they did a good job because they didn't go full resurrection with like the mask completely melted to his face, oh, obviously. That looked terrible. <laughs> it did. It did. That movie. But basically his look, because you had the mask, it had the cut in the mask like it did towards the end of 2018, and the whole right side of the mask was kind of charred, but it wasn't like drastic where it was like the whole mask was completely charred. Mm-hmm. It was like a good balance of everything, and then like his his coveralls were tattered, you know, kind of on the right side too. So it, it, it was kind of a, a weird but kind of a badass look for Michael Myers. Like yeah. this dude just fucking walked out of a fire. And is went right back to killing, <laughs> and <laughs> like the the obviously it's 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 an homage to 2018, especially because a, a lot of the same scenes they kind of remade here, and they use the music from Halloween 2018. Yeah. But I mean, overall, I mean, I I think they really did a great job, and that those titles sequence with the oh, fucking that, burning pumpkin yes i was gonna say that that was so great i loved it <laughs> oh my god on, i mean the jack-o'-lanterns was, on fire <laughs> oh. when i saw that i was sold because i'm like holy shit this they fucking coated this thing in like oil or something and just lit it on <laughs> fire it was just fantastic with with that and you know it wasn't on there for too long or anything like that because obviously it's just a short fan film and doesn't need a shit yeah. ton of credits I like that they brought perfect. back the sh- Yeah, it really was. I, I like that it was, it kept moving along too. Like they brought back the character of the sheriff with the cowboy hat mm-hmm. and stuff in this, which was great. And they kind of tied up like the loose end with, you know, they found Hawkins' body and stuff like that. And they're trying to determine yeah. if they're going to tell everybody. And then they decided to keep it hush hush. And then Michael shows up at another house after he kills somebody and takes their car. And you get the whole walking sequence like you do in the 2018 film where it goes to Halloween night and everybody's trick or treating mm-hmm. him walking and grabbing the hammer and stuff like that. And it, it was it was great because they did that kind of scene again where it was kind of following him like they did in 2018. But at the same time, it was still different enough. And I, I think they did a really good job with that, especially with when it came to the kills, like when he hit that guy in the fucking head with the hammer, it yeah. looked like he was actually hitting him with the fucking hammer. You know, without trying to analyze it and trying to see if he actually hit it. Like quick glances, like, holy fuck, that dude just got smashed in the head with a hammer. And like when he hit the chick in the head with a hammer, too, I'm like, ooh, that sounded gross. I love that that part because because she's like, I'll just find somebody else. And then there's Michael and just whack. (laughs) It's like he found him. (laughs) There's just somebody else. (laughs) Oh, so good. (laughs) Roll credits. (laughs) Right. And 
my my only nitpick with the with the the short film is at the end they because they, they had a brand new Michael Myers mask just laying there. Yeah, I would have rather him just stick with the mask looking charred on the one side because it it just looks so creepy with that half charred mask on there. I I th- I think it would have been a better look. I mean, I understand you know give him a, a it's almost like giving him a clean slate kind of with a brand new mask, but at the same time, it's just like, it's the same mask. So really just, just let him keep the mask that he has and just kind of keep going on with the night. Yeah, it's it's just a, lives. It's just a placeholder mask till he finds the Halloween five mask. Oh God, <laughs> please. No. <laughs> oh, I hate that movie. I still watch it every year. If I, <laughs> if I can make myself do it, I still hate that movie though, but we'll we'll talk about that coming up here. Tina, so Tina, <laughs> what, what did you say? Tina, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> oh God, I hate that movie. Anyways, so that's Halloween Inferno. D- definitely check it out if you haven't, because uh, it's really well worth it. And I'll, I'll leave a link to it for the the video on YouTube in the description, so that you can check it out too. Now the other one that came out, which this one really fascinated me, because this is kind of a lot of the same kind of stuff that me and my buddy Jason used to do a lot of the time, with just like we would get this idea to do a a, a video or whatnot and just do it. Like these mm-hmm. guys, so with this, now this is a Evil Dead fan film that they did for this other one. It's called Dead by Dawn. Now, they shot this in one night, number one. Wow. They shot it on a budget of $200, which obviously went into all the makeup, because this had really fucking amazing practical makeup in this thing. Like, Every aspect of the makeup was fan fucking tastic for two hundred fucking dollars. Now this one's about seven minutes, so about the same thing as uh, Halloween Inferno. The thing that blew my mind with this one is not only did they film it in like one night, they had the whole thing finished in like seventy-two hours. Edited and everything, huh? Wow. Yeah. Yeah, the, the yeah the it says because uh, I'm reading the uh, the article from Bloody Disgusting, and yeah the entire project came together in just 72 hours. So wow. that's a fucking amazing turnaround for doing a video. Because if you've ever done any kind of video, especially like a short film, mm-hmm. that kind of a turnaround. Because a lot of times you'll have like these 48 hour film, uh, like festivals and stuff like that. Yeah, it's a lot of work. And to be something doing something this like effects intensive. And if you've watched this, holy crap, they've got a lot of effects in here. Practical effects, not even just not even CGI. It's it's you can tell it's practical effects effects and they did a fucking wonderful job with it. And that takes time. I mean, obviously, makeup is going to take a lot of time. And the fact that they were able to pull this off shooting this whole thing and then editing it in 72 hours is bravo to you. Cause you did a fucking amazing job. So definitely yeah, check this definitely. one out too. Cause, Cause it, it's it not long f- either. It's only like what, six minutes or so. Yeah. Like six yeah. and a half, seven minutes, something like yeah, that. It's shorter than that's in- Halloween Inferno. Yep. It's, it's definitely shorter. 
And it's, it's great because they kind of, uh, it's, it's almost like a, a continuation kind of off of the re- Evil Dead remake. Because I had mm-hmm. the same kind of Necronomicon from there. Not like the traditional one where it's like the face on it, but it was like the yeah. stitched together uh, skin and stuff like they did in the, the remake, which which is fine. I mean, mm-hmm. either way, it doesn't matter. But yeah, oh my God. I, I, I saw that and oh, it was so good. And <laughs> it's the the fact that you can do this kind of work in that short amount of time and still have it turn out to be good is great. So you know, kudos to these guys for doing this and spending that 200 bucks. Cause they, they really made something that was really good. in in my opinion. Yeah. Especially with, I didn't even know it. They filmed it in one night and then had it all done with it three days. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. That's, that's really saying something to have something that length, especially done in that short amount of time. And, uh, yeah, really, really well, well job or good job rather. Good job. Well done. Yes. But so, yeah, and there's so many fan films out there nowadays and so much stuff to be able to watch. But obviously nothing's going to beat the classic stuff, Uh, you know, talking about like the Halloween movies and stuff. There's there's always going to be the fan films, but, you know, a lot of them can come close. But there's just something about those films and stuff, especially around this time of year. There's, it's, they're just special, you know, and, uh, that's what we're going to be talking about tonight is, uh, the actual Halloween franchise movies. Cause Woo-hoo! two weeks ago we, we talked about, or maybe it was three weeks ago. It, it's hard to remember just cause we took the week off, <laughs> but, uh, we, we, we talked about our favorite non Halloween franchise Halloween movies, but this week we are strictly talking our favorite Halloween movies from the Halloween franchise. And we're going to talk about the ones that we like, but also the ones that we may not like so much, you know? <laughs> and, uh, we're also going to talk like our favorite kills from the franchise too. Cause that, that's always fun to talk about as, as well when it comes to these movies. So now to kind of start things off here, I'll kind of give my take on everything. So when it comes to the Halloween franchise, the ones I always turn to, uh, is first off Halloween one and two, because you can't beat the classic and and the sequel to the original. Now, the biggest reason why I I choose those is those were also the first two Halloween movies I ever saw. Not even the, based on the fact that they're the originals, but like Halloween two was the first Halloween movie I ever saw. So for the longest time, Halloween two was my favorite. And, uh, cause I, I first, got to see that on USA up all night. Nice. So I had a VHS recording of that for the longest time. It was actually funny enough. It was Halloween two and nightmare in Elm street two that I had on VHS. <laughs> and, um, yeah, I, I used to watch those constantly, constantly. Uh, but yeah, Halloween two was the first Halloween movie I ever saw. That's what introduced me to Michael Myers. And then I got to go back and see the first one and, you know, from there. Now, beyond that, uh, probably, a, a well, it's hard because I love Halloween 2018. Honestly, if I were to rank them myself, it would probably go currently Halloween one, the original Halloween 2018, and then 
uh, Halloween 2, the 81 version. Yeah. And that's kind of how I'd probably rank them right now. Um, I I don't think for Halloween that anything will ever top the original for me. But definitely right now, Halloween 2018 is, is a very, very close second. And it's right up there with the first one, in in my opinion. But uh, yeah, that's kind of my top three for right now. Um, uh, what are what are your favorite currently for for that franchise? All right. Well, my favorite movie in the franchise is Halloween Four. I love that movie. I love the atmosphere it has. I love Rachel as a final girl. And yep. I love how, you know, I love I love Jamie Lloyd. I think it was great adding a small kid into the, uh, putting her in danger. It made you care more about these characters. Um, yep. I love Sheriff Meeker. I think he's awesome. He's a sheriff that you want to be sheriff of your town. As the, uh, as the Earl the Bar, the bar owner says, aliens can land on his doorstep and all he'd do is spit and get a shotgun, you know? So, (laughs) so that's a sheriff that I want. Um, you know, Brady, he, uh, was a jerk for basically going with, uh, um, Kelly against Rachel, uh, you know, trying to sleep with Kelly, but then, you know, he went out like a man, he went out like a hero. So, you know, props to him, you know, and that fight he did with Michael was awesome. Just, hitting him with the shotgun and then just trying to flat out hit him with his fist and gets his neck crushed, which is awesome. (laughs) I love, you know, Loomis is great in this seeing him back. You know, he's got the burned face from the explosion part two, you know, he's walking with a cane. So, I mean, there's so many elements. It's great. I mean, the pacing is really fast. The ending is one of the best endings and like of any horror film because it just comes out of nowhere you don't see it really coming you yeah. don't see you don't see it coming and all of a sudden jamie's like possessed by the evil and stabs her her foster mom <laughs> and then you know loomis is like no no like not again it's happening again like just flat out <laughs> tries to shoot her right there meeker meeker stops him and she's just standing on top of the stairs with those scissors covered in blood and then just roll credits you're just like oh man i love the opening credits with that little atmospheric music it's just kind of like oh the, that's like my favorite opening credits yeah. for the halloween movies it's, it's, it, it it's felt great. like halloween it felt like you know midwest halloween it was yeah great. yeah i love it halloween 4 is my favorite <clears throat> my second favorite would be Halloween 78, the original John Carpenter's Halloween. Yep. What what more can I say that hasn't been said about that movie? It's great. You know, I always I view Halloween 4 as basically it's the original, but with just steroids injected into it. And I said the same thing about Friday the 13th Part 2. It's Part 1, but with just steroids. So, uh, yeah, I mean, the first movie is a classic. You introduce everybody. You know, it's Jamie Lee Curtis's first movie. Um, yep. you know, the characters, you know, love the characters, Linda, totally Annie, you know, you got Tommy, you got a little Lindsay and, uh, I mean, you know, you got Sheriff, um, Sheriff, Sheriff Brackett and just, just, yep. a, just a wonderful cast. Usually, you know, the same people that Carpenter, you know, was using up to that point, especially with Nancy Keys and Charles Cyphers, you know, he already used them in a couple of stuff. So, um, Good movie, and of course, you know, Halloween 2 is my third favorite because 
it's just a perfect double feature to go with the original. And yep. uh, Halloween 2, 81, of course, is what I'm talking about. And, uh, you know, I love the hospital setting. You know, I love uh, Jimmy. And, um, again, I, I pretty much lo- I love the characters. Um, Bud, he was a freaking jerk, but, you know, he can make, <laughs> you, make you laugh. <laughs> it's cold out there. It could get cold in here. Gotcha. <laughs> Stinking <Stephen> pervert. <laughs> but, uh... Halloween 2 is great. Uh, my fourth favorite would be Halloween 2018. Um, I love almost you know everything about that movie. I love the music. I love the atmosphere. I love yep. Jamie and her relationship with her family. You know, she's got a strained relationship with her daughter. You know, she's got you know a pretty decent relationship with her granddaughter. You know, uh, things I didn't like about that movie was, of course, the uh, the crime guy or the podcast guy. You know. Michael, Michael. I mean, when I first saw that movie in the theater last year and that scene happened, I was like, oh my goodness, this is going to be terrible. Thankfully, it wasn't. <laughs> right. And I'm so glad they killed him off pretty early on, too, because I was like, oh, good. Not to deal with this guy again. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, Halloween, you know, those are my top, what I, what I call my top tier. Those are my four favorite of the entire franchise. Nothing. Okay. Nothing's knocked Halloween Four off its pedestal yet. So, but I guess we'll have to wait and see for the next two. See how they turn out. Right. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. If we're doing top tier, if we're, if we're doing top four, then so because I did my <coughs> top three, I think Halloween Four would be my um, number four pick uh, for this, uh, just because I I love that movie um, mm-hmm. as as well for uh, the exact same reasons that you said. It 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 is like the perfect Halloween movie in 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 almost every way. Yeah, it's just um the one of the biggest detractors for me with this movie is the mask. Mm-hmm. It's just so generic. I understand. I it's, agree. It's it's like they it's like those companies that want to say that they're making like a Michael Myers mask that make a cheap ass Michael Myers mask. That's what it makes me feel. Yeah. When I see that mask and it's, it is the mask. It's not like, good. and it's not necessarily that, that makes that my number four pick. It's just that those other ones are just, in my opinion, much better, mm-hmm. but either, either way. I mean, it's, it's still a great movie and it's still one. I, I love watching every year. I love the score in this movie too. I th- I thought Alan um, Howarth or, or however you say his last name mm-hmm. did a wonderful job of taking John Carpenter's original score and then kind of making it his own, but keeping it the same at the same time. And yeah. uh, it was very atmospheric, which I loved is like you were saying in the beginning with that whole atmospheric music with the different scenes of like out in the country seeing like the broken down tractors, the barns. The... It's so ominous. It's just like, Oh yeah. man, this is, this is room for a ride. Aren't we? Exactly. <laughs> it was, it was great. That, that whole opening credit sequence kind of pulls you in, which is, which is awesome. Now, if we're looking at on the flip side of that, the, the other movies now, Kind of moving on from there. So my num- my number five pick with this franchise would probably be Halloween 3. Halloween 3 used to get a whole bunch of shit from everybody. I've 
always liked Halloween three. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've never really had a problem with it. It's just, it's never been like the greatest movie, but it's never been a bad movie either. And you know, if, even if you take the Halloween name out of it, I, I know like if a lot of people would take the Halloween name out of it, they'd probably like it. It doesn't do anything either way for me. Uh, I, I like the movie and I like watching it. Like yeah. this one is my, f- my wife's favorite is Halloween three, mm-hmm. but I, I like Halloween three. It's just, it's not the greatest, but it's not the worst either. Oh you know? no, it's not. It's, it's a Tom Atkins. Is amazing. Working. Yeah, definitely. So you got Tom Atkins. I, I like the whole like conspiracy to try to kill everybody in the U S you know, with these masks and everything. It's, <laughs> it's it's great and have i said tom atkins i mean you can't go wrong with tom atkins teen heartthrow so yep exactly <laughs> wanting to fight joe bob for not showing halloween 3 which they should have more than one of the other movies that they showed last night but we'll get to that so yeah that would be my number five pick after that would probably be Probably H2O with with everything that they did wrong with H2O and tried to make it more like Scream. It still wasn't a bad Halloween movie because, you know, obviously Jamie Lee Curtis came back and it was kind of like their big showdown and and all that. And it's for being a late 90s Halloween franchise movie. It wasn't bad. Yeah, it did leave a lot to be desired. um, That's the thing. Yeah. It's not horrible. It's not great either. Right. Exactly. Now, from there, after that would probably be Rob Zombie's first Halloween movie. Um, I I liked it, but it's still like taking the whole mythology out of Michael Myers and just turning him into some white trash kid that grew up with a, you know, family issues is <laughs> like okay. I'm not listening. <laughs> right. Some of the most foul mouthed people I've ever heard oh in my God. entire life is in that it's, movie. It's so right. freaking ridiculous. Now, and and honestly, with Rob Zombie's movies, uh, like most of the time it is white trash people and whatnot, which which is fine if it's a certain type of movie, like The House yeah. of a Thousand Corpses, it Devil's works Rejects. Perfectly for those, yeah. It does work perfectly, and it's great, and those movies are awesome. But with Halloween, and, you know, even Rob Zombie has said that you, like, struggled making these movies, even. <laughs> and it, it almost shows, you know, because he wants to do his own thing, which is which is great, you know. Uh, kudos to yeah. him for at least trying. It just wasn't my cup of tea for the most part. Yeah. Now, after they get past the whole family bullshit in the beginning, like, the last half of the movie is great. Yeah. Like, if they would have stuck with that and that's it, that would have been perfect. Like we watched that one cut that somebody did where they cut together um, his first one and the second one, like the very beginning of the second one into one. Oh uh, yeah, we movie. did. I remember that. Yeah, that was perfect. Yeah. And that would have been like a perfect Halloween movie if, if they would have just did something like that. And if you guys haven't checked that out, um, it's, it was on, on YouTube. YouTube. Yeah. Yeah. And it's great because they just cut out all the stupid bullshit and just left it where it kept more of a mystery about Michael, 
which was great and how it should have been done. But that's neither here nor there because what's been done is done. So after Rob Zombie's first Halloween, let's see, because we still got... Oh, oh, you know what? I kind of fucked that up a little bit. <laughs> so actually after H2O would be Curse of Michael Myers for me. All right. I completely forgot about that. Curse of Michael Myers was another one of the early... Halloween movies I got to see when I was a kid because that came out when I was uh, 11 I believe because I was 95 yeah so I was 10 yep so that one that one was great and you know people we were talking about this earlier with like people either going either or with either producer cut or theatrical cut mm-hmm. I, I like them both personally so I, I don't really rate one higher than the other I consider it all it's like a different take on it, honestly. Yeah, each has its pros and cons, which kind of evens yep. everything out, in my opinion. Exactly. So I'm I'm not going either or for one or the other when I'm rating this. It, it's it's all kind of in the same area. I, I do like Halloween Curse of Michael Myers a lot. It's kind of a guilty pleasure of mine because yeah, like this one too. is also not a great movie. No, it's but not. it's one I, I do like to watch. <laughs> So haven't had a it goes that production one. problem and behind the scenes. Right. Oh, it's, it's <laughs> exactly. so terrible. That's ama- it's amazing. It's amazing to got Paul made. Rudd. Yeah, Paul Rudd's yeah. first movie that he ever made. Yep. So if if nothing else that came out of it, which was great. But yeah, so it goes Curse of Michael Myers, then Rob Zombie's Halloween. So after that, ugh, the worst two, in my opinion. <laughs> I don't know uh, Resurrection or H five. I What was, about what about Rob's H two? Oh, Halloween it's like a triple way tie there actually. <laughs> I forgot about H two. They're all I'm I'm just gonna say those are the three that I hate watching, so they're all kind of last place to me. <laughs> I can't really decide yeah. out of those three because they're they're all god awful terrible. I Ugh. So the one thing I will say with Resurrection, I don't know why people, a lot of people hate the mask. I actually like the mask in that one. The mask is not the problem in that movie. The mask is fine. No, I've never had a problem so, with that mask. Yeah, it's it's a decent mask. Yeah. So the the mask and the music are, are good in in Resurrection. Nothing else is really great other than Buster Rhymes being yeah. comic relief. Scoot, <laughs> right. Some of the lines he says is great. Oh, yeah. But yeah, I think those three are my least favorite, and I, I can't really rate them because they're all. I, I if I have to watch them, I'll watch them. Or if I've got nothing else to watch, I'll watch them. But this, those three are tough <laughs> to get through for me. So that's kind of my ranking with it. What about the white horse? Don't you like the white horse? Don't get me started on that bullshit, because that was ridiculous. Well, it just shows that Michael was a fan of My Little Pony, and he has a horse instead of a <laughs> pony, so I don't even know where I was going with this, so never right. mind. <laughs> surprised, right, so back su- to you. I'm surprised if Rob didn't like glue a horn on that horse's head, and it's like a unicorn. <laughs> oh, please no. Please no. <laughs> All right. right. So you starting with your fifth pick going on from there. Well, my fifth pick is the same as yours. Halloween three season of the witch. Uh, Sure. It's not a Michael Myers movie, but you know what? 
I have nothing but respect for everybody involved, especially uh, Tommy Lee Wallace and John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. Yep. You know, they want to do something different. They want to do, you know, a different Halloween movie every year with a different story, different characters. Um, unfortunately, this movie didn't do as well as they hoped, so they could continue doing that. And uh, But you know what? I love the opening. It, it mirrors the first two movies with the pumpkin, except now it's a computerized pumpkin, you know, being loaded up on your screen while the credits are that was great. Yeah, I love that. It's just it, you know, it kept you know, I, it's the end of the John Carpenter trilogy, I guess I, I call it that. And so you know, they just do a different variation of the opening. You know, like you know, Halloween, you have the pumpkin. Halloween two, you have the pumpkin, but it opens up and shows the skull. And then Halloween three, it's the computerized looking like on a computer screen. So it looks yeah. cool. The mask, uh, the whole mask being booby trapped for kids. I like Cochran is a great villain and can chill you to the bones. Especially, I mean, when I was watching it Wednesday night before AEW, you know, the way he just looks at Tom Atkins, he's like, Oh, and happy Halloween. Just the way he says it. I'm just like, Oh my goodness, this guy would make me crap my pants. <laughs> <laughs> and, I mean, the whole Stonehenge thing I liked, of yep. course, you know, Tom Atkins, teen heartthrob, as Joe Bob called <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, Tom Atkins is great in anything. I love Tom Atkins. He's a great actor. Can't can't give him enough love. Um, I love the music. The music is fantastic in this movie. Howard, yeah. Alan Howarth and John Carpenter, they, they did a great job because they collaborated a lot back in the day. So, yeah. I mean, it, it's a fantastic score. You have the the weird robots that can sneeze, <laughs> and then they have they're made of like goo, <laughs> mm. and then and then you just have have that ending where he's just screaming into the phone, telling the stations to stop the commercial. He's just stop it, and 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 roll credits, and you're just like, oh my goodness, did did they did they stop it or did all the kids die? <laughs> right. <laughs> and yeah, I feel sorry, you know, for Tommy Lee Wallace because you know he turned down Halloween two. You know, because he's like, I don't want to do the same thing, Michael Myers. And then Halloween 3 came along. He's like, oh, man, this is, you know, a great idea. It's something different. And, you know, he probably was really just kind of bummed out how it turned out and people hating on it. And, you know, of course, the main thing back then you hear, oh, I hate that movie because I have Michael Myers in it. But, you know, it's a good movie, you know, just. Yeah. It's just because it's called Halloween, you know, don't don't let that, you know, turn you off. But uh, you have that. So that's my fifth favorite of the franchise. Good movie. Um, My sixth would be Halloween 5. I don't hate this movie. I, I know you do. <laughs> I, <laughs> I, I don't. I've got issues with it. With with the script was basically rushed, and it's basically a first draft script. This is where the fran yeah. this is where the franchise started having issues. It's Halloween 5. But I like the movie. I like the daytime scenes. I like how it's shot. Um, t Tina doesn't annoy me as much as a lot of people. She's annoying. Don't get me wrong, but she just doesn't annoy right. me that much. And she redeems herself in the end when she dies protecting Jamie. Um, Daniel Harris is the best actor in this movie. She... For being, what was she like nine or ten at the time when she made Halloween Five? Uh, or she 12? turned twelve, She's, something like that. Thirteen. She turned thirteen, I think. She turned the okay. I mean, being just that's still that's young, and she was fantastic. Yeah. 
the the kid who played Billy, you know, did a good job of being, you know, stuttering, even though he didn't, you know, he's not a real stutterer and, and he's not right. stuttering in real life. I think he's, if I remember correctly, he said he like, like had a coach that coached him on how real st- people stutter. So you have that, you have crazy Loomis in this movie. This is full on Loomis just being insane. And we, I, I know I definitely make fun of this a lot. This is Loomis is shaking Jamie. So every time I'm watching <laughs> Halloween five, even just th- uh, Thursday night when I watched four and five, when I got to five, I just started doing this voice. And it's like, you know what would make her better? If you just shake the children, shake all the children. And so I just, I'm throughout the entire <laughs> thing. Like, like he's talking to Michael in the woods and I'm just thinking, Michael, I'll make the rage go away. I just got to shake you. Come here now. Just let me shake you. <laughs> just, I don't know, just, mm. it, it's, it's not a great movie. That, that mask is pretty, woo. <laughs> the mask is, I don't know where they got that mask from. <laughs> well, don't get me started on that mask. And you have you that, know, and that in the Myers house. Oh yeah, the, what the fuck were they thinking the, with the Myers house? The Myers house is all of a sudden like a Victorian mansion now. All of a sudden, it's weird looking. It doesn't look like anything we saw in parts one and two. We didn't see the Myers house in <sighs> four, but darn, it looks nothing like the Myers house before or after. It, it it's weird looking, you know, Rachel dies in the beginning, which is a bummer. Cause Rachel is one of my favorite characters of the franchise period. She's my favorite final girl. Uh, she of, was of the one of my crushes when I was a kid. Yeah. Oh gosh. I still have a crush <laughs> on her. That's why. And words of Hal Bundy. That's why we have video to look at them. If I had a video of your mom, I still be having sex with her. <laughs> so, oh, Al Bundy. But yeah, you know, five, it's just right there in the middle. Um, it entertains me enough. You have bland characters, like you have Tina's boyfriend who's also named Mike. Yep. You know, he's a dipstick and you know, you're so happy when Michael takes that garden uh rake and slams it in his head. And uh hmm. you have Sam and Spitz who do nothing. They're just there to try to you know get busy and then michael kills him that's basically it there's nothing special yep. about there's nothing special about these new characters um you have meeker meeker's back you know and uh meeker he doesn't play a big role in this movie like he did in part four he's kind of just in and out um yep but uh you know you have the man in black you know that they just they they introduced the man in black in the middle of filming just to spice things up. They didn't have a plan for it. He wasn't even in the script. So it's just like they had Don Shanks who played Myers in the fifth movie. They were like, here, put this on and put these boots on and just we'll film you walking around. And it's just like, what the crap? And of course you have right. the introduction. <laughs> this movie introduces Thorn. And originally that Thorn tattoo was just used to bring Michael back to life with the original Dr. Death opening. And that was supposed to be it. But now then it just became something entirely different and it it became a cluster. The whole thing came a cluster. I can enjoy it for what it is, but this is when the series started to really have a downturn. Yep. My next, the next movie, my seventh favorite I would rank would be Curse of Michael Myers. Uh, I rank this above H2O because it has atmosphere and actually feels like Halloween. Um, yep. another problem with that is since 
you know, H2O takes place in California, so it doesn't feel, it doesn't have that Halloween feeling to it. But Halloween mm-hmm. 6, you know, both versions, like you said, I'm not going to put one version above the other. It's a mess of a movie. It it has so many script problems. You know, the whole, the original script was completely different, and then it got rewritten, like, gosh, I don't know how many times. And then they filmed the producer's version, and then sadly, Donald Pleasance passed away, and then they had to do the reshoots because a group of what was it, like fourteen year old boys said, you know, oh, this sucks. So they're like, oh, we got to refilm this. Oh, but Donald Pleasance isn't <laughs> Donald Pleasance isn't even with us anymore. So they had to do film around that, and they filmed the whole new ending with the doctors being massacred and chasing through Smith's Grove, which was great. Yep. I love that ending. That's a great ending, I think. But I do have nostalgia for this because it was the first Halloween movie. I saw, I saw it in the theaters. I was ten. I was with my father. Um, God, I and, wish I could have seen this one in the theater. <laughs> and uh, it, it, there was not a lot of people there. I remember there was like maybe three other people in the theater. <laughs> but uh, but it was my first. It was basically my. It was my first horror film, really. At ten, oh, wow. at ten years old, it's what started me on this path to horror. And you know, the plot doesn't make any sense no matter which version you watch because if you watch the theatrical then the doctor what are the doctors trying to do are they are, is winning them just trying to harness the evil if that's the case then what was the point of jamie having the baby they cut out the whole michael being the father subplot from the you know producers cut so what the heck is going on with that did they just use experiments on her and and why let Michael lose? It doesn't make any sense. I, I don't even, you know, it, it's, right. it doesn't, it, period. Why would, if, since they're not really a cult in the theatrical version, then why would Michael hang around with them and not just butcher them and be done with it? It doesn't make, yes, it, it does, doesn't make any sense. The producer's cut, it doesn't make sense with the cult because, you know, you have Jamie and the baby so Jamie gets killed. Of course, Jamie dies a different way in diff- whatever version you watch. You know, in the theatrical version, she yep. she has the gorier death in the theatrical version when she gets slammed on that farm equipment and Michael turns it on. And then you have the man in black shooting her in the head and the producer's cut in the hospital because she just gets stabbed in the in the barn in that version and survives. Only, I'll survive only to get shot in the head because after, after the, you know, she goes to the hospital... The next, we don't see her again until she's dreaming and she dreams what happened to her, and then she gets shot in the head. So that was kind of that was a waste. <laughs> so I prefer right. So I was like, I I prefer her death in the theatrical. At least it gives us something. And then um, you so you have her and the baby. She dies, so it's just the baby. Michael, they mention the reason he's killing off the Strodes, which are relatives of Lori. Um, basically it's her like uncle, aunt and cousins. So they, he, Mm -hmm. Michael basically wipes the whole family out except for Kara. But the plan was to pass the curse on to Danny, but there's only his mother left at this point, Kara. So what was the plan for that? That doesn't make any sense either. Wouldn't he be done by just killing his mom and that's it? (laughs) You know, and then it, it opens up a whole league of questions like, you know, why didn't Michael butcher his mom and dad in the original Halloween if this was all, you know, it, nothing adds up. It doesn't make sense. I just, I enjoy yep. it. I enjoy it for the atmosphere. The theatrical version has some really cool kills, cool ending. 
the the cult ending is cool to see, but you know you have like Michael being stopped by rocks. The whole thing's just a mess. But you know, I I don't hate it. I can't watch. You know, I can't hate it. I enjoy watching it, but yeah. I'm not you know fooling myself. It's it's got some problems. <laughs> no matter what version you watch, <laughs> right? It it's just wow. <laughs> I feel sorry for everybody involved in that movie because. Because they they said that it was horrible and that they didn't want to work like on another Halloween movie, maybe they've changed. You know, they could have changed their minds. I'm I'm pretty sure Paul Rudd, if he wasn't busy doing Ghostbusters, he would come back to Halloween Kills to play Tommy again, like he did did in Curse. But you know that is what it is. So then my next my next pick after Curse is H two O. It's fine slasher film. The music's good. Jamie Lee's in top form. She, you know, I I like her character. I like her son. I like Michelle Rim. I, I basically, I like the characters. Characters are fine. LL Cool J's cool. He's funny. He's not full on Buster Rhymes like in Resurrection. But um, but the the movie is just lacking that umph. It feels pretty tame to be the fin- you know since it was technically supposed to be the finale of you know, the whole franchise at that point, you know, they're, they're ignoring four through six, which like I said, kind of, it didn't make me mad, but it just makes me disappointed. Cause you know, now it's just like, Oh, you got one, two and H2O. This whole franchise has like five different continuities now. So it doesn't matter anymore. Yeah. <laughs> it does not right. matter. So H2O is fine. It's just, it has that late nineties, slasher vibe to it like you know screen came out and then you had like urban legends i know what you did last summer and all that stuff so it kind of falls into that category it feels like um it honestly feels like they just dropped michael myers in a scream movie (laughs) yeah kind of feels like because you have you know even though i I like these characters in this movie they're not deplorable i don't hate them they're you know funny lighthearted. yep some of them are smart elky I mean, of course, Kevin Williamson wrote the movie, so, you know, of course he wrote Scream, so, you know, it has that, that's why it has that vibe to it, but, you know, that whole, uh, almost kind of self-aware stuff, I mean, because, you know, you have, like, Janet Lee, Jamie Lee Curtis's mom in real life, she's in the movie, and she, you see her, she has the car from Psycho, and... And they played that. They played basically the psycho music when she says "Happy Halloween, Miss Tate," and is going home for the weekend. And you know, it's just like, okay, I, we get it. You know, it's she was in Psycho, and she's Jamie Lee's mom. We get it. You know, <laughs> it's just that meta stuff that's thrown in. So, you know, not bad, just not great. Just kind of like, eh. like because when I was watching it this morning. Because I woke up early this morning, and I just like you know I'm just gonna pop it in because the next one I gotta watch, you know you know I still enjoy it for what it is you know so yep. After that, I'll put Rob Zombie's Halloween because I don't I don't like the white trash stuff, but there's some you know decent acting in there. Malcolm I like Malcolm McDowell in this one too as Doctor Loomis. I think he's I do think he did a good job as Loomis. Yeah, so you know he's got that. You've got uh, Donald, I was about to say Donald Pleasance. <laughs> you got Brad Dorf, you know, Sheriff uh, Brackett. You know, you got Daniel Harris back kind of to, to make up for the crappy way they wouldn't let her come back in the Curse of Michael Myers because they didn't want to pay her. 
with $5,000 she was asking for because she had to get emancipated first for them to even consider her. And then they were going to only pay her like less than scale or something like that. And then she's like, can I just get $5,000 to put back in my bank? So, you know, cause it costs money to be emancipated cause I'm only 17 and they're like, Oh no, you're only scale plus character. So, you know, you get killed off in the first 15 minutes. You're not, you're not going to get 5,000. She's like, wow. She's like, well, that's the way you think of me. I'm just not going to do it, you know, so I don't blame her for not doing the move. But so it's, right. it's kind of like, a, you know, being made up like, oh, here's Daniel Harris. You know, she's back um, as Sheriff Meeker's, uh, I mean, Sheriff Meeker, Sheriff Brackett's daughter. Um, You know, I, I don't, my, my beef with this movie, of course, is the language. The language just goes so far. You're just like, there's more cussing in the first 10 minutes of this movie than Halloween to through Halloween Resurrection have combined. It's right. just f you, f you. I'm gonna scold the f out of you, f you, brother. I'm just like really. I don't know anybody who talks like that. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, cinematography makes it look dirty too. I don't. I'm not a big fan of how the movie looks itself, but the story isn't bad. It's it, it's 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 a it's it's a Rob Zombie movie. I mean, it is what it is, you know? So, I don't really don't have much to say on that. Um, I, I do like the remake part of it, like like you mentioned, when they actually remake John Carpenter's movie when we're done with the, the prologue, prequel stuff. Yep. The White Trash Family stuff, so, you know. Uh, so, after that, I would just put Rob Zombie's Halloween 2. Um, I love the cinematography of that movie. Um... I love how, you know, you can see Lori as really damaged after surviving what she survived. It's just the problem is they they made her annoying <laughs> for it <laughs> and crying yep. and stuff. So, you know, I like to see a realistic damaged person, but, you know, sometimes it could be too realistic. And so she just becomes annoying and she's like, I'm Michael Meyer's sister. It's just like, oh, shut up. Just shut up. <laughs> right. Um, the new characters aren't the you know great. It's nice seeing Howard Hessman as like the the record shop owner, even though he's only in one scene. <laughs> but mm. you know I like Howard Hessman, so it was nice to see him. Um, I, I kind of like Michael's mask being torn up. Some of the kills I, I like, but you know you, you have the weird white horse thing. It it was just an excuse so Rob can have his wife in the movie because she's got to be in everything that he does apparently, and so right. yeah, and and so it's just like it's really this is this is full on close to you know basically Friday the Thirteenth right here. So, but I think the movie I think the movie looks good. It looks better than his first movie. I love the hospital scene. That was great. Um. I love, you know, the movie feels like it takes place on Halloween. You know, yep. I, it doesn't it doesn't feel like a Halloween movie for me to watch during the Halloween season. But when I whenever I do watch it, it feels like the movie does take place on Halloween. It has that look. I mean, because they filmed it in Georgia instead of California, like the first remake. So, I mean, that was that kind of helped. Right. So you have that. And then, of course, my least favorite is Resurrection. This this movie was it's just terrible as a Halloween movie. It, oh gosh, just everything about it. The, after the whole, Lori's an idiot. She, the way she dies is so stupid. 
first off, I don't know why she thought that dropping Michael from the building was going to kill him because he survived an explosion since this takes place after H2O, but Halloween 2 is still in continuity. So yep. he survived being shot like 11 times and blown up and he didn't die. So what makes her think this is going to happen? This is going to do it. And then he starts acting like that. The dumb, the whole dumb story about him switching places with the paramedic doesn't make sense because paramedics, it's always two that go in. One doesn't go in by themselves. That's the whole thing. So anyway, the whole, that, that whole switcheroo thing was so, dumb, was so dumb. And then he just acts like the paramedic, even though it doesn't make sense. How would he know the paramedic acted like that? Because... She drove like miles away and there's no way he would have caught up to her to see that happen. So it was just it's stupid. Right. It's stupid. So she dies. And then we have these college kids. Buster Rhymes is doing an Internet show. They're going to look through Myra's house, you know, and uh, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If the movie wasn't a Halloween movie, it was just a just a regular slasher movie. It would be really fun. But when it's a Halloween movie, you expect a little bit more because Halloween right. wasn't really just a slasher movie to begin with. It, it is, but it isn't. You have different elements that, like Friday the 13th is completely different from Halloween. Nightmare on Elm Street is completely different from Halloween. And other slasher films, they're not the same. Halloween's just different than, than, mm-hmm. than the other slasher series that you have. In this movie... It just it just ruins it because you think okay so he killed Lori is he gonna go after the son is he gonna go after John no we don't know anything about John ever again we only see like his picture in the movie hanging above her bed it's like all crumpled up you can barely even tell it's him so I mean right it, it's a bad movie Buster Rhymes is the most entertaining thing he has the best lines it's annoying characters. You know, it's- Go ahead, go ahead. I was just going to say, you know what's really funny with this movie? The one thing that they absolutely did perfect and they did right was recreating the fucking Myers house. Yeah. None of the other movies could get that fucking right. No. But for whatever reason, for everything that this movie did wrong, they did that one thing just like incredibly right. Now, I, I talked about like how I like the music and like the mask and everything, but that mm-hmm. that house was like a perfect recreation it was. of the Myers house for the most part. And it was on a soundstage, and, so that helps too. So Yeah, it's just like, how can you do that one thing right, but like everything else just almost completely wrong? Yeah, I know. I said the music, the mask, the house... It was the stuff I like. Buster Rhymes, I like. You, you just have these annoying characters, like what's her name, the blonde girl. I see. I, I watched it today, and I can't remember her name. I can't remember yeah. her name now. But um, I can't remember her name either. Yeah, she's annoying as crap. She's not funny. You have uh, Sean Patrick Thomas. He's like going to school to be a chef, and he's just obsessed with food. At least he went out like a hero, I guess. He saved the the main chick, Sarah. It doesn't yep. and Sarah <laughs> they make it seem like she has some weird connection with Myers, but she really doesn't. It doesn't make sense why she keeps seeing him like in the window like you know, in the reflection of the windows and stuff before they do the danger tainment stuff. Mm-hmm. It doesn't make any sense. The only thing I could think of finally when I was watching this movie is because you know them 
after the Lori part, we're introduced to her sitting in their college classroom. They're talking about the psychosis and the psyche and this thing is called the shadow. And so I'm like, okay, but why is she seeing Myers if that's supposed to be a representation of that thing? I don't know. I just, I don't know. The whole thing just doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. You have Tyra Banks who's just, why is Tyra Banks in a Halloween movie? Why, right. why is Tyra, you know, she had a death scene and everything and they cut it out. I was like, the one thing people would want to see you cut out of that movie. Yeah. Jeez. <sighs> oh, it, it's the worst of the franchise for me. <clears throat> so, yeah. So that, that's, that's my ranking of, of each movie. You got four, one, two, 2018, three, five, six, H2O. Rob Zombie one two resurrection. That's that's how I rank them. All right, cool. Yeah, so yeah, I the, I I don't know resurrection. Mm, that's something else. Yeah, it's it's funny because like two of the worst ones. Even though I I don't consider H two O the worst. H two O and Resurrection were the first ones I got to see in the theater. Mm-hmm. And I actually saw them both multiple times in the theater. It's so like back in the day I, I loved them it was probably because I, I got to see a you know horror movie in the theater and you know so I, I took what I could get <laughs> well, you you so. and I are basically the same age so like when I saw Resurrection in the theater and I, I was just dumbfounded even at, I was 17 and I was like what what was what's the deal of this movie and then when it was over and I was <laughs> I was like that's it that's all we get I was disappointed. It wasn't anger. It was disappointment. I was just like, man. Because, you know, right. there was a four-year wait in between H2O and Resurrection. You know, H2O, I was like in the eighth grade or about to go in the eighth grade because it came out during yep. the summer. And, you know, I had a blast. I went with my dad and one of my friends. All three of us went. We had a blast. It was a fun time. It was a fun movie. We enjoyed it. Loved the heck out of it. It was fun. And then Resurrection comes out. My dad and I, you know, go see that. And I'm just like, what the heck? What the heck is this? <laughs> this as like I, I expect, like I said earlier, I expected Lori to get killed because Jamie Lee was only on set for four days. But then you know, after that, I was just like, I was expecting something else, like yeah. going after her son, you know, or something. No, it's just hey, he's chilling in his basement room eating rats and then kills people in the house. So it's like <laughs> that's why I was like, this is better as a standalone slasher. Just don't make him Myers. And just say, yep. you know, you know, you can still have the same plot and everything with the internet show. It'd be like, you know, you know, we're here, you know, because this is, you know, just to invent another serial killer. This is an abandoned house. And, you know, I mean, and then, he, you know, it could be it'd be the exact same movie. It's just not Myers. It's just, yep. And, and it would be just like, hey, this is just a fun slasher. But no, with Halloween, it's a disappointment. I'm just like, ugh. <laughs> I agree. I agree 100%. <laughs> it, it was a disappointment. That's that's for sure. Yeah. But all right, so enough talking about <laughs> the worst ones. Um so if we if you were to pick one kill out of the franchise, what would be your favorite kill? Ooh. I I can say See, I've I've got a favorite kill from each one. Um so I'll say like my my favorite from part 4 it's it's a toss up between poor Bucky getting fried on the electric grid <laughs> and, and Kelly getting impaled with the shotgun. 
And I was a kid. Okay. As a kid, when he had that shotgun, I was like, "Holy crap!" Michael Myers has a gun now. He's gonna shoot people. Nah, he just stabs her with it. And I was like, "Holy crap!" That's even worse. <laughs> yeah. So it's a toss up between those two kills on Halloween four. Um, Halloween one, my favorite, of course, would probably have to be Bob getting st- stuck on the on the uh, pantry door. Then Myers just looking at him. It's classic. Um, mm-hmm. Halloween two. I would have to say my favorite kill for that one. Uh, I, I would say uh, Nurse um, Nurse was it Nurse Jill? She's the one who gets stabbed with the scalpel from behind, and he lifts her up in front of Lori, yep. and then her clogs fall off. That's my favorite kill of Halloween too. Uh, my favorite from twenty eighteen would probably have to be the whole when he the the long shot of him following he has the hammer and he beats that person with the hammer i don't know just something so visceral because you know you don't actually see it on screen but you see the aftermath i'm just like ooh, yep so i would have put that up for that movie halloween 3 obviously would have to be the the, the kepler family <laughs> the boy with his face melting and all the snakes and stuff mm-hmm. coming out and Obviously, that that's the big one for me. That one, Halloween Five, Mike getting <laughs> the the rake in the face, <laughs> the, yep. the guarding rake because he was a dipstick and he deserved it. <laughs> I loved that Myers just insulted him too by scratching his car at first. Just bong. That was great. I was like, yes, take this Fonzie wannabe out. <laughs> <laughs> Halloween Curse of Michael Myers. Uh, the dad getting electrocuted and his head exploding. That was just, yes. that's just awesome. That's the greatest yep. kill. <clears throat> I love the massacre scene at the end of that movie, but it, the strobe lights, you can't see everything with him, man. It's just boom. You're just like, that's great. John Carr Beekler did a great job. H2O would be... Um, <sighs> there's not... H This is the problem with H2O. There's not really... Anything that defines the killing's not really skate defined. to the face. The the skate to the face. I was thinking. I was thinking of Will too when he got lifted up too. But yeah, I'll I'll stick with the the skate to the face. Even though we don't actually see it, we just see the aftermath. I like that. Yeah. Um, Rob Zombie's Halloween. That that one's hard too because the kills are so visual. I'll say you know when he kills a. What's his face, Ronnie? He straps him to the chair and then slits his throat because I couldn't stand that mm. character. So, him, Halloween two, the the nurse in the hospital sequence. Yes, that that's my favorite kill in that movie. And Resur- Octavia Spencer. Yes, <laughs> yes, he's just stabbing, stabbing. I'm just sitting in the theater and I'm just like, oh darn. And he's just like. That's another thing of Halloween too. Freaking grunting. <laughs> What's he grunting? Oh god. <clears throat> but anyway, and then Resurrection. My favorite kill in Resurrection would probably be the 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 guy in the leather jacket gets his head crushed and the blood comes out of his eyes and nose mm-hmm. and stuff. So I would say that was my favorite kill of him. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I think for the most part. Um, the ones you mentioned are probably my favorite too from each movie with the exception for Halloween four, 
Mm-hmm. My favorite kill for that is always the thumb in the forehead. Oh yeah, the ambulance. <laughs> um, yep, that one I always. It's just so like just visceral and just like ugh, and yeah. the, like the sound effects that they did with that. It just sounds so gross and just so like oh, it was <laughs> yeah, great. It was great. And uh, with uh, what was the other one? Oh, resurrection! When chick gets her, didn't she get her head chopped off? Oh, and rolls down the stairs. Yeah, the blonde chick, the annoying chick, did. Yeah, yep. Just one swipe, and it was bump, bump, falls down the stairs. <laughs> yep. That was my favorite one from Resurrection. So, but uh, yeah, otherwise, all the other ones are spot on for my favorites for the franchise. We would love to hear what you guys think, and if if you guys rank them any differently, or what your favorite kills are from the franchise, feel free to you know communicate with us through social media on Facebook, uh, Twitter, and Instagram. All are at CLS Podcast. But otherwise, we do want to thank you for joining us back here after we took our week off. Uh, we can't wait for next week. Uh, we'll be getting into November, you know, next week, which is. Amazing that uh, October's gone by this quick. It's getting colder, and I'm not looking forward to winter. But oh, no. We got some good... Yeah, but we got some good horror movies coming out here for the winter time, and Christmas time is always good to watch. You know, like Black Christmas, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, and... Favorite start getting into New Year's. Yep. Garbage get, Day. Like New Year's Evil. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> so there, there's, there's definitely some things with the holiday season to kind of look forward to. Especially with all these sales and stuff, you know, like we were talking about for movies and whatnot. So there's there's plenty to look forward to, but I'm just personally not looking forward to the cold. But no, I'm not either. Yeah, but that's neither here nor there. Um, thank you guys for li- taking a listen tonight. And as Ted always says, see you next week. Thanks for joining us today for the CLS podcast. Check us out at www clspodcast.com or join in the conversation on social media with the hashtag CLS Podcast. Until next time, stay safe, campers. Campers.